0: another episode of the ultimate fan podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Winborn. My company is Kimberly Winborn LLC. For those of you who are joining for the very first time, you can go to KimberlyWinbornLLC.com to find out more about me, more about my company. And I'm the new author of The Debt Detox a book that is based on a program that I've been doing for about five years. I have discovered that it's helping a lot of folks. So I wrote a book to continue to help more people. And then hopefully I can do that internationally. So I'm excited because first of all, I'm always excited. It's Monday, a new Monday, a new week. I'm alive, you're alive. It's a new opportunity to grab hold of the day to make changes, do something different, embrace you. And so I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to see if there's another opportunity to create a connection or a collaboration. You know, that's who I am and that's what I do. And so that's why I am always excited because I'm always looking for the light in the room. When there's a bunch of darkness, I'm gonna try to find the light. I hope you do the same. So we have an amazing guest by the name of Anita Henderson and she is the author's midwife don't you like that you guys know so I've been watching this show called call the midwife and a midwife is back in this is set in London or what have you and they help these women obviously birth their babies and they show love and concern and and they get all deep in their life stories and all of that and it's so great so you have the hospital experience versus the midwife experience where they're right in the comfort of their own home or in the maternity home it's a total different experience than the hospital and so when i think of the author's midwife i think of that tv show and i think of how warm and inviting and and how that person guides you and helps you to share your story and different things like that so that's that's exciting to me and so i'm excited to bring her on and share give her an opportunity rather to share who she is and what she does. So let me bring on this beautiful woman, Anita Henderson.
1: Oh, Hello. Hello, Kimberly. How are you?
0: I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Welcome to the Ultimate Fan uh, Podcast by Coffee and Collaborations. Please share with us what it is that you do as the author's midwife.
1: I love that description of the the television show called The Midwife. I think I've seen one episode, but you hit the nail on the head. I essentially, (laughs) (laughs) I help people birth those book babies. Yeah. So I work with corporate professionals and seasoned entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. to guide them to write, publish, and leverage their business building books. These are people who want to use book publishing. As a marketing strategy, they want to get out there in a bigger way. They want to boost their visibility and enhance their credibility or show off yeah. their credibility. And they want to do it with a book.
0: Yeah. Are most of so the, I help them
1: through actually the entire process from concept to completion.
0: So are most of the people that you're working with, with them being entrepreneurs and the like, are they mostly like nonfiction, self-help sort of books? Or are you working with authors that want to produce a fiction work as well?
1: We do 100% nonfiction. So these are the memoirs, the self-help, the inspirational, the how-to, the subject matter exploration. So these people are bringing information, knowledge, expertise, and experience to the table and saying, you know what, I've developed a process or a methodology or a system, and I want to share it in a book along with some stories, or I have 25 years of experience in XYZ industry and at whatever corporation, and I want to share what I've become known for or known as, or I've had this amazing experience in my life that's changed me. And I want to inspire other people with the lessons I've learned.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and so one of the things I, I you know, I've noticed that a lot of people, even with self help, even with um, nonfiction are starting to do anthologies where they're partnering with other women or men to create a book. Are you working with those who do anthologies or is it more the woman or man who wants to do an individual work?
1: We have done several anthologies, Uh, several of them actually have been in the genealogy space, believe it or not we've worked with some family history researchers genealogies, Mm -hmm. uh, who have common ancestry in a particular area or want to cover a certain thing, and they've collaborated to produce a book i um, actually working with a group right now who's in the philanthropy and nonprofit space and they are collaborating to uh, create a book. So yeah, we've done anthologies, we've done collaborative books as they are also known or compilation books as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love it. Well, obviously I love collaboration. You know, sometimes it's, it, it's it, doing things alone sometimes it's very intimidating. So you think about a book where these are words that are going to be put on paper that people can see forever. And you have a fear of sharing your story or or have feeling like you have value behind the thing that you do. So it's kind of like, well, now I have someone else who's at the same place where I am. So you don't have to do it alone. So I do understand the collaborations and the compilations and the anthologies. Um, and so what I would like to know about you is, you're in this space. You're helping people as this midwife. How? Like, what was your what was your journey? How did you get here?
1: Well, my background is in journalism
0: okay. and
1: marketing and communications. So I started my business almost 25 years ago, um, mm-hmm. focusing primarily on um, marketing, communications, public relations for small businesses. Uh, back in the day when, you know, websites were brand new, but people <laughs> were still doing uh, brochures. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, And then I moved to another state, Uh, the recession happened, and it was time for me to pivot my business. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. at that time, marketing budgets were decreasing. But the interest in independent book publishing was increasing. Mm -hmm. The whole publishing industry had gone through an upheaval. It had turned upside down. So uh, many of your listeners might remember some of their daily newspapers went away. You might have noticed a lot of um, mergers and acquisitions in the traditional book publishing space where some of these big publishing companies were gobbling up some of the smaller ones. And so that made room for regular people like you and me. Mm -hmm to write our book. We didn't have to wait for a big publishing house in New York City to like our idea. We could do it ourselves. Well, since then, self-publishing or independent publishing as I like to call it has evolved and thankfully it has gained a a much better reputation because people have learned of some do's and don'ts Mm -hmm, (laughs) thankfully and they've learned to actually call on experts for assistance experts like me and my team so that's kind of how I got into it it was really a natural uh progression because I've always loved books and loved to read I'm a way back you know word nerd and book geek from way long time (laughs) And so I sort of, I um, converged my love of marketing and communications with my love of books and the author's midwife was born.
0: I love that. Let me tell you why, because I so like align with you because I love journal. Well, my, my degree is English communications, news media communications and public relations. And so I didn't go down the path of, you know, journalism until a few years ago when I started the radio show, like we were talking about, you know, and now I'm going to have the magazine and all of that. And I just love literature. I've always been a grammar nerd, like, nerd. like I actually have a, a mug that says, yes, I'm uh, silently correcting, silently your, correcting grammar. your grammar. <laughs> I have that same mug. You have it? <laughs> My friend gave it to me. I was like, yes, this is perfect. So that's me. One of my friends thinks that um, one of my business friends thinks that there's no correct grammar like they mm. like that's That's just a way to keep us separate and all of that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: just, that is hilarious. I have that same mug. The same that mug. So, funny. But,
0: so we align in so many ways. So I'm so I, I love when that happens. That's why I love connection, right? because you just never know. And so many people, we stay in our own spaces, but when you sit across the table from someone, you get an opportunity to see what bridges you, what actually does connect you instead of separates you. So I get giddy about those moments. I wanna share with the audience a little bit about the process. So the process of working with you, the process of realizing like, hey, I do have something in me. How is it that you pull that out of them or what's the process like?
1: So most of my clients come to me essentially with an idea. They've got Uh an idea and a lot of them have been thinking about it for a long time, right? I've been thinking about writing my book for five years or everybody keeps telling me to write a book, whatever. So they come with that idea, sometimes some notes and sometimes even an outline and some content. And so what what I do, my superpower essentially is um, taking the idea, the content, whatever they have, whatever they bring to the table. Organizing that content, which is key,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh, focusing in on a very specific topic or theme for the book. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. And so I'm all about the story the structure and the strategy of book publishing. So everything is story. Mm -hmm. And I really help my clients develop the stories that people will remember. As humans, we are trained from childhood to remember stories. We connect with stories. And so story is everything. I don't care if you are writing a 12 steps to whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. People will remember one of your steps, but they'll remember a couple of your stories. And so that's what really matters. Uh, So the story and also the structure Of the book is really important Um, from the perspective of the reader. You have to be thinking about the reader, right? Otherwise, you can just journal if you don't plan to share your your book and your story. (laughs) And then, of course, the strategy. I work with my clients to develop the strategy of book publishing. So I coach the author, not the book. So Mm -hmm. I'm not a book coach, I'm an author coach. And so I really coach them on how book publishing can support their existing platform as an entrepreneur or as a corporate professional. So once we get all of that wonderful work uh, laid as as a ground floor, then we move on to developing the content, making sure it's rich, relevant, and really eye catching and and emotional almost grabbing for the reader. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we bring in my team and we do everything else. So from the cover design to the copy editing to the interior layout and, you know, distribution of your book printing, we do the whole nine yards, including some marketing um, and getting clients on those bestseller lists and also getting them um, uh, awards. So that's a big deal for people.
0: Yeah. Nice. Do people ever come to you after they've already self-published to kind of redo or get different components of what your services include?
1: Yeah, we've worked with a couple of clients who wanted to do essentially what I call a book Mm do-over. Either the book didn't... they've probably as an author learned some things (laughs) about publishing Mm -hmm. since publishing their book initially. And they're like, oftentimes embarrassed Mm -hmm. that they actually put it out that way. They're like, oh my God, I know so much more now. I can't believe I put this book out like that. Fix it for me, Anita, right? (laughs) Help me, the author's midwife. And so we've done some of those. And I'll tell you quite frankly, that book doovers can be just as um, taxing, Mm -hmm. time-consuming and complicated as starting from scratch. And so that's why I always tell my clients, let's get this done. Let's do it right. And you never have to write this book again. Do it right the first time and we'll get it done. So we also have had clients come to um, refresh the marketing. So maybe they uh, put the book out two or three years ago and they really didn't put the marketing machine behind the book that it really deserved. And so we can take them through some bestseller campaigns and some other marketing uh, support that they might need.
0: Yeah, I love that because we do reassess, you know, people do reassess. And so if it's an opportunity for somebody to reassess and say, because I've had people reach out to me, which is why I asked, they've reached out to me to ask me if I know of someone who could help them to redo their book. Mm -hmm. And so that's great information that I can share with my network. Now, I want to ask you a question about the process from an emotional perspective. So you know that people go through different stages as they're birthing these babies. Do you sit with them kind of almost like sometimes it feels like you have to be a life coach or something along those lines to guide people through? Is that something that you include when you talk about coaching the individual?
1: Absolutely. Yes. That's a huge part of it, especially in the beginning, especially as we're developing content and really at the ground floor before we even start writing. Yeah. So many of us think about this. Everybody who's listening (laughs) still have that kind of monkey on the back from seventh grade English teacher Mm -hmm. who marked up your paper all in red and your feelings were hurt. (laughs) Probably 85% of my clients bring that to the writing table. They're Mm -hmm. still like devastated by that red marked up paper. And it takes a lot. You're revealing a lot when you are sharing your writing with someone. So oftentimes we're used to, you know, journaling or we'll write a little something here or there, but to expose yourself, your knowledge, your learnings, your mistakes, your successes, Um, in the form of a book takes a lot, it is a very emotionally intense process. So I do coach my clients through things like imposter syndrome, Mm. lack of confidence. You know, I had a client I talked to just this morning who said, do you really think anybody cares what I have to say? I get that question more than anything as we're going through the process. And this is from people with decades of experience, Mm -hmm. just still kind of have that, please tell me that this is worth it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Feeling
1: inside of them. So it's a lot you're exposing yourself, but, um, so a lot of my work, uh, from the coaching perspective is really boosting that confidence and helping them see that their story matters, that there's somebody out there waiting to read their story, uh, and so you keeping it inside of you is not serving anybody, including yeah. yourself because it wants to come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I share that poem. I share that day. Our deepest fear by Marian Williamson. Absolutely. You know, once I read that it's sometimes in life, you're at a space in life where you really get it. And I, whenever I first read that poem, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I need. And normally when I share it, Somebody's like, I needed that. I needed to hear that just line by line. It could be one line that really stands out. And when you talk about those clients that go through that, I would love to hear a story of a client that was in that shell, almost like in a cocoon, and they transformed into this amazing butterfly. They produced a work um, that that really stands out to you. Not the oh, book wow. itself, but the story itself right. stands
1: out. Absolutely. Well, and this is recent. This is just in the last six months. We had a client uh, who um, is actually the president of an NFL team, uh, the National Football League. And mm-hmm. he <laughs> had tons of content, right? He had done presentations, speaking, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you figure this person is the president of the organization, not the, not the coach, but mm-hmm. the president on the business side of a National Football League uh, team, and he was ready to write his book. And we went through our VIP day, asked him questions, we laid the foundation, who's your ideal reader, the whole nine yards, what are you sharing? What's, what's the end result mm-hmm. that you want this book to accomplish for you and for your reader? And then we went through a couple of, he went off to write, we went uh, through a few rounds of revisions. And I can't even tell you how many times he said is it really good? Does it really make sense? I mean, do you really think this is going to connect with anyone? Yeah. So we developed stories, uh, that really made the content pop. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I talked to him, you know, throughout the process. And he, at one point said, I think after our second round of revisions, he said, you know what, Anita, I'm finally feeling like a writer now. Finally feeling, this is after probably he had written 50,000 words, right? We have a good, solid working manuscript Yeah, and we're getting going. He's like, oh, I got the groove of this storytelling thing. I really feel like, you know, Ernest Hemingway. I feel like <laughs> a great writer now. Yeah. So we published his book in November. He went on to um, achieve Amazon uh, International number one bestseller in several categories. He made it to the uh, Wall Street Journal bestseller list, and also to the USA Today bestseller list. And he's still out there doing his thing. And I'm sure once, you know, we hear back from the contest that he's applied for, he will be not only a bestselling author, but also an award-winning author.
0: That is so awesome. What an amazing story to go from there to all these awards and recognition. uh, It really says a lot about the process. Um, the intention to the commitment of, uh, you know, you and him and the team. So I love that. I love stories of, I think we all do love stories of victory, you know, where the person goes from one state to the other, the metamorphosis uh, yes. stories. I, I love yeah. those.
1: The transformation, the hero's journey, all yes. of that. Again, the stories, right?
0: All of that. So for someone who's listening, who's like right there on the edge, And you walk in the room and you say to them, let me help take you through the process, through the journey. What is something in your own words that you would share with them so that they will feel like, "Okay, I'm not alone. I can reach out to her. I have someone who's going to take me through. What is some words that really stand out to you?
1: So, and I won't quote this correctly, but uh, the, the Maya Angelou quote that if you have a story within you, then you got to tell it. Right. So you've been thinking about writing this book and there's probably not a book out there that exists just like it. There may be some books in the similar genre. There may be, you know, books that talk about some of the same things, but it's not your story. And if it's in you to write it and you've been thinking about it, you're not going to be satisfied. You won't rest until that story is out in some way. So you can sidestep it and baby step it all you want to, but until you really satisfy your desire to get that book out, you won't rest well. And so I would say that I've got your back that the process is not as hard as you think it is. It may be intimidating at the beginning, but that's only because you lack information. And so Mm. I've got a ton of information to share with you, knowing that you're not walking the publishing journey alone uh, should help. And knowing that the author's midwife and my team have got your back to focus on the quality of your book, we've got you covered.
0: Love it. They've got you covered. Yeah. I really truly wanted to share because I know that there are people within my network that have that in them. They have a book in them. They have so much in them and they need just somebody to guide them through the process to help relieve some of the anxiety. We all have a COVID story. For instance, we all have, you know, a pivot story, different things in our lives. Um, that we can share with others. And I remember years ago, somebody asked me if I wanted to write a book and I didn't see the point. Like I was, At the time I was like, well, no, I mean, not really. Like I'm I'm coaching, I'm mentoring, I'm, I'm doing things in finance. I'm helping people win uh, strategically. I don't necessarily see the point right now. But for me, when I did, that's when I said, I need the resources to help me to do that. And so I wanted to connect to the resources But I stayed still because I didn't necessarily have the resources, even though I do know how to write and all of that. So to know someone who can take you from the beginning through all of the layers of the process to the end is valuable. And that's why I wanted to grab you to have you because I have other people, too, in my network that help. Uh, people produce books and things like that. And I, I just believe that that one person speaks to another person in a different way. So as much as I share them, I also wanted to share you because I felt like you would speak to a specific person. And I always want to give people the opportunity to find their win, to access their win. Okay. So I want to ask you, being a person who loves books, grammar, all of that, what is one of your favorite books that when you think about it, it brings a smile or it, it brings up a memory or something that it's just my nosiness that, <laughs> that I want to, sh- that you might want to share. It could be self-help. It could be one of your authors, or it could be, you know, something, maybe two books, maybe one of yours or somebody, somebody more recent and then maybe something as a child or uh, through your matriculation.
1: Oh, wow. So, um, oh my goodness. I have so many favorite books. So one of them, <laughs> One of them is Bird by Bird mm-hmm. by Anne Lamott, and I'm I'm sharing that one uh, for those people who are really interested in writing, whether Mm -hmm. you're writing fiction or nonfiction. So she's a fantastic author and she writes about writing. So Anne Lamott bird by bird, hilarious. She (laughs) writes, she just makes it funny. Like all of the things you're afraid of. She makes it funny. And it's like, get over yourself and write the book. Yeah. So Anne Lamott is great. And then I think, yeah, their eyes were watching God. I absolutely love that book.
0: Yeah. Amazing.
1: Just beautiful writing, beautiful storytelling. And then from one of my own clients, I don't want to say, but I'm just going to have to pick this one because it's kind of easy and it makes sense. My husband's book called Got Proof, My Genealogical (laughs) Journey Through the Use of Documentation. I actually uh, co-authored that book with him and it's his journey uh, through his family history research and becoming the first African-American in the state of Georgia inducted into the National Society, Sons of the American Revolution, which is nice. huge. So yes. uh, it was a journey. It was fun. I learned a lot. He learned a lot. And we were like, when we get this baby done, it's over. So it's a journey for everybody. And and I can't say that I have, you know, a client's book that was super you know, difficult or one that I didn't care for. They're all fun. They're all enjoyable. And one of the things I love most about working with my clients is oftentimes when they're finished with the book and they finally hold that first copy of their book in their hands, some of them cry. And I think that's sweet. It's like, here's my baby. My finally got this baby pushed out and look at it, it's a real book. And so that warms my heart and it lets
0: me know that I've helped them accomplish a dream come true. Yes, I can imagine. I can feel your joy through the screen and nobody's here but us, but you can just tell that that really, you know, that you really love those moments. So it makes what you do even more enjoyable, right? Every day. Um, tell us how we can get in con- uh, contact with you for anybody's listening.
1: Absolutely. Please get in touch with me via my website, writeyourlife.net, like you write your name, writeyourlife.net. Uh, You can find me on LinkedIn at Anita Henderson. You can find me on Instagram at Anita, the author's midwife. And if you want to email me, I'm at Anita at writeyourlife.net.
0: Awesome. So we'll share that information. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I look forward to staying connected. If I can send someone your way, I absolutely Will because I believe that more of the stories need to be told, and we need somebody to midwife us through the process. So, what a valuable career path you're on with so much joy that uh, you're able to bring to your clients. So, thanks, thanks Kimberly. Again. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You all make sure to tune in every week to Coffee and Collaborations, the ultimate fan podcast. Fan, as you know is an acronym for Friends Accountability Network. And so I get to bring my friends, those who I meet along the way that will help you and me to be accountable in various areas and also give us tools and tips. And so be sure to tune in next Monday, 8 a.m. right back here at Coffee and Collaborations Media, coffeeandcollaborations.com, just Coffee and Collaborations everywhere. All right. See you soon. Be sure to remember to be a light. And the coffee is optional. The physical coffee is optional, but the collaboration is essential to your win. See you.